Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. And this is a WrestleMania Night 2 review uh, with me, Keeney, and my two amigos, Krusty and Fisher. Hi, guys. Hey, everyone. They are, they are the Butch and Ridge to my Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> who's Butch and who's Ridge? We'll get the, I, think, and, uh... I, I think Fisher's Butch. Well, Xavier Woods called him Butch, Botch and Bitch. That's what he called him on the pre-show. <laughs> Seamus, Ridge Holland and thing. I thought it was Bagsy, Bagsy not being Bitch. Yeah, I guess well, I'm Botch was Ridge yeah. Holland because obviously he broke Big E's neck. I didn't hear it. I saw it on Twitter, but yeah, savage. Wow. wow. wow there's, there's a little sidetrack at the start of this yeah, yeah. There we go. Straight <laughs> well, in we'll, with we'll be talking about them later. Stories. We will, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to run through the, the, the night's uh, events and then do just a quick thoughts on the overall two night WrestleMania extravaganza. So, Fisher, do you want to kind of lead with the matches? Yeah, well, before we get to the matches, we'll start with the opening sort of segment of Triple H coming down to the ring. Um, I didn't expect WrestleMania to start like this. I was like, oh, what's going on when uh, his music hit? But it's just, uh, mm. it wasn't, he didn't overstay his welcome and ramble on too long with a promo. I was kind of thinking, God, was if because his entrance was long as well. He was soaking in the atmosphere, you know, playing up to the crowd. And I thought, God, if he comes out here, and then he talks for 10 minutes, like matches are going to get cut again. And I, I'd be annoyed by that. But, yeah. you know, he just said thank you and then introduced the matches. Uh, I just thought it was a cool moment for him, put his boots in the ring, you know, officially retiring. He deserved his WrestleMania moment. It was a shame he didn't get a match. Yeah. Um, and then the, the cool thing as well is, like, the first person to come out after that was the guy who he had his last matches and has so much history with in Randy Orton. So, yeah, I just thought it was a cool moment to start the show. Yeah, definitely. I think I always think someone that legendary need should deserves a moment to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, if they can't wrestle again. So I think he is justified. Um, and it's just a, I mentioned before, it's just such a shame he's retiring, especially with Cody coming in now. And like we saw in Cody's have so many like pedigree, like th- there's so much story there with Triple H. It's a shame they can never use that in a match. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it was a nice thing for Triple H to to get a send off no like what you guys said i i love i love the theme music he uses as well 
Um, anything that him and Motorhead created was awesome. So I always get excited and pop when he comes down. And as you say, it was nice that he finally got to have a bit of a send off and he did the full entrance, including the, the, the water in the air, which yeah. I loved <laughs> and used to mimic as a child. Um, and as you say, yeah, just sad that he's not going to get that final match. But then again, I, I can't see him sort of stepping away from WWE. We're still going to get that Triple H magic that we've learned to love. Um, yeah, and I wish him all the best. And as Fisher said, it was quite cool that Orton then came out <clears throat> straight after. Yeah, and so let's segue on to that then. Um, so the first match, I, ex- I actually thought this might open night two, um, was the Raw Tag Team title match. Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle come out first, the uh, Raw Tag Team champions, um, and then against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Um, what did you make of this, guys? I thought it was a really good opener for a, a wrestling just a fun six man t- like tag t- well six man for three teams tag match um, to open the show and some really cool spots in this yeah as well yeah i mean it's, it's one of those matches you just know it's going to be good um i mean we've seen vari- variations of this over the past few months on previous pay-per-views and on roars we've seen these three teams interact a fair bit so there's nothing new and exciting well that's pretty harsh there's nothing new and and like different i guess to what we've seen before obviously we saw a couple of cool rkos towards the end uh, yeah they um the one that riddle did i thought was fantastic yeah that was awesome Uh, i mean the autumn one on gable i think he's actually done that to gable before yeah yeah, he's done it loads of times but yeah he just hits it pitch perfect it's always gonna get a pop though isn't it it's one of those things it's always gonna get a pop there's only so many you can do isn't there i mean the one that was slightly different was the other week when he caught in mid moon that was was amazing but you can't do that again maybe you should have saved that for mania yeah yeah probably should have they probably should have saved that one for mania but yeah i thought riddles was bang on and the way montez took took the uh, RKO because he's so athletic. It just looked amazing. I absolutely loved that spot. Um, I definitely thought this got the night going a lot quicker than night one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, as an opening match, I thought it was it was really good. And as you say, had everything in it, sort of a little bit of comedy. Um, re- really good. Um, just a really good match, real high pace, which I love. I'm not, I'm, I don't mind slow matches, but especially when you're opening night, I think you need to come in bang really quick, get the crowd yeah. going. Everyone was into it. Yeah, absolutely. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And obviously an RK bro retain, which I think we all thought was going to happen. Yeah, we did, uh, so we did have that in our predictions, all three of us. Um, one of the few matches we actually all got right, I think, because um, we didn't yeah. do very well between us really but um it, it was it was tough show to predict you know it was it was some of them was good when you don't obvious, predict it right though it, it, it yeah, yeah it's always a shock, thing, doesn't yeah. it you, you don't, don't want to be don't want to be right on every match otherwise yeah. that is too predictable isn't it yeah just before we get to the after match stuff i just want to praise angelo dawkins which i don't think happens very often but i thought he was unbelievable in this match like one of the I, best, I've, one, I one, one, one of the best i've seen him. i think he's great i know we've seen him do a couple of over the top jumps before but he's like seems more athletic now than he ever has. I just think he. I think he's. There was a period where I thought Montez was kind of a level above. Whereas now I'm not. I think Angelo Dawkins is creeping up to that level with Montez. I think they're both. He's incredible. definitely improved. I think he's probably realised, or they've had a word with him when they were looking to move Montez away. They were trying him out. It's almost he's like he said to himself, "Right, I got to sort myself out here." You don't want to be a Catch tucker, up. do you? No, no, no. no exactly. A lot of the time. 
the Marty Gennetti syndrome is, is you know, it used to be called back in the day when Sean Michaels and Marty, Marty Gennetti were a tag yeah. team. And that's that's no probably a better example Ma- than Tucker. No one knows who Marty <laughs> Gennetti is. Well, Tucker's a recent one and Otis, but yeah, yeah Sean Michaels and Marty Gennetti is the classic one that everyone talks about. I have no idea about. who Marty Gennetti is. So and sorry. that's the point. Uh, yeah. They were tag team They were tag team partners when Shawn Michaels first came into WWF. And Shawn Michaels is arguably, you know, one of the best of all time. Marty Gennetti got left behind. And there are dangers of that happening when tag teams split. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that'll happen with the split five hits if they do split. But I, I, what I was surprised at is we were talking about them being heels um, and, and yeah. you know, turning the heel. There was no sign of that here, especially with the, the aftermatch angle. I thought it was going to happen at the end. Maybe they're going to smash him in the I, face. With I the thought they were going to do no. something with the cups and then they were going to do something with that. But yeah, so we'll, we might as well segue onto that because there's not a lot else to say about the match. I agree with you on what you said about Dawkins and, and Ford did an amazing dive as well, as usual. And the whole match was really, really good. Like I say, fun opener. But yeah, the aftermatch angle. Um, so the RK bro and Street Profits in a ring. They give them the, the red cups, and I thought, okay, this is where we're going to get some sort of turn. Then they called Gable Stevenson to the ring, who we you know we did see on night one very briefly. Um, and I thought, okay, he's getting his like actual in-ring moment here then. And um, so they all just sort of go to drink from the cups, and then Chad Gable brilliantly comes in and just smashes the uh, cup Ooh. out of Stevenson's hands. <laughs> and then, yeah, and the, he gave the longest shoosh. And said, you know, this is sort of, you know, you've got to pay respect and shoosh when I'm around. And and then he just got a, a suplex, basically. Um, not a lot. Of, I thought he might do a little bit more than one move to, like, really show off. But yeah, it was fine. I, I, think, I think it was good to see him introduced. And we didn't see too much of him as well. I think that's always quite a good thing to do is to give us a glimpse and make us want more. I think that's what, what they've left us with Stevenson. And I think they've obviously put his first program against Chad Gable. As, yeah, I think uh, we'll see that set up tonight. I yeah, think. I mean, I think he mentioned before Fish, you might see them, him with Alpha Academy, but it's actually going yeah. against them as his first one or the other would have made One way or the other makes sense. Him and the Alpha Academy just seems right one way or the other. You know, if it's feuding against them or, or he joined to them. Um, I was thinking when Street Profits brought him to the ring, actually, I was thinking maybe they're going to have like a third man in their group kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that's the case. I think it will be him going up against Chad Gable. I, th- I think that's what we're going to see. And it gives Alpha Academy something to do now. They're probably not going to be in a tag division. Yeah. They're, not, they're not, not in a tag belts now. They've lost. No, they? I think I think you can do Street Profits the RK Bro again because um, Chad Gable took the pin in the match, didn't he? Mm. So Street Profits still have a case for another match for the time being. And you can move Alpha Academy, like you say, away from the title picture for now and move that onto the, the Gable Stevenson. Probably going to make his debut. He might he might just wrestle tonight or more. Who knows? But I think... I, I think the pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't think he'll wrestle until the pay-per-view, but I think we'll see him... Yeah, uh, yeah. I think we'll on, see him tonight. On the show, yeah. 100%. I think we will. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyable opener. And like you say, like Krusty said, I think it got the crowd going quicker than the night one tag. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. Anything else to say about this one before I move on? No, I think that was it. <clears throat> yeah. So match two was uh, Omos versus Bobby Lashley. And um, this one probably didn't have massively high expectations of, of going into it, but I thought it was solid enough. I didn't think it was amazing, um, but I wasn't expecting it to be amazing. Um, I think it did what it needed to do. And that was 
Um, I thought Omos handled himself well enough. Taking bumps, we've not really seen him taking bumps and and things like that. And I thought he looked okay. And Lashley looked a beast by taking him out and winning completely clean as well. Yeah. Um, no MVP involvement here, which I thought was interesting because in my predictions I overthought it and thought about yeah. MVP too much. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a good prediction though. Yeah, I, I think really the result made the match for me. If it had gone the other way, I think I'd have been a lot more negative on it. But as you say, Omos was just there to be a big guy. Um, and make Lashley look a beast, which he needed because he he obviously lost his belt. Um, prior to that, he didn't look too strong up against Brock as well. Um, so I really think he needed this to really elevate him and then push him back to the title scene again. We're not going to question that, are we? Because he's just sort of slayed the giant. Um, but I thought he looked good. Um, just smashed him with some spears, didn't he? I did think he was going to go I can't remember what he calls his finisher. It's like the jackhammer. What does he call it? Lashley's one. Yeah. He he used to have the dominator, but I don't think that's the jackhammer one. I think that's something where he hangs them up in the air. And then I don't know if he does it much anymore. But when he kept, well, he does the hurt lock normally, doesn't he? (laughs) I honestly thought he was going to go for that. Um, It's the one that Sami Zayn complained he gave him vertigo over. It's almost impossible to get a hurt lock on Emos with his arms. Yeah, I I didn't think that. He could have done it probably if he stood on the turnbuckle, but that could have been quite funny. But yeah, I I, I enjoyed it just because Lashley got put over and I'm excited to see him. And to be honest, they didn't drag it out. I thought the worst thing they can do here is go like 20 minutes, you know, really, really plodding match. But it was like, I don't know how long it went actually, but it felt like less than 10. Um, It felt quite quick. Um, and it nicely sort of, after the first match was really hot and like really good, this was kind of just a little match in between, which felt like it, its placement on the card, I think, was perfect. I think if you did it later on, yeah, I think people would have just been like, oh, can we get to the Oh, main? it would have been awful. You know yeah. what I mean? Can we get to the main event already? Whereas I think the crowd was still into this. Like Lashley went for a suplex twice and the yeah. crowd were like getting up for it. And then if he hit the third, the third one, he managed to hit it. Yeah, and the pop, good. when he hit it, I was like, you know, this is the crowd actually into this it's not too bad um but yeah so what did you think Keeney? yeah i i i uh, got too much else to add to what you guys said i think what this match showed us was they have put the brakes on omos haven't they did well they... that was gonna be my question it's a shame is, where does omos go yeah i think he's go gone now this this is the... we know where lashley's gonna go well we don't yeah. know but we know lashley's gonna get but back la- towards the top la- of the la- car. lashley can make event mania next year exactly yeah yeah, Omos, this is his ceiling. This is as good as it gets for Omos, I think. I'll be yeah. surprised if he's uh, fight, fighting someone like Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania again. I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised I mean, he would have to improve a lot. I'd honestly be surprised if he's still with the company at WrestleMania. As sad as that is, I feel a bit sorry for him. I just can't I see think... how they can use him and who against. Yeah, like someone like that size. Guy on the roster. Who yeah. else can you put up against him? Unless you give him like a big show role, but he, he's not got that charisma. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, no, he's he's not big show, is he? He's more great, Carly. Realistically, only thing if I you're going to compare him, to... if you put him with like MVP, well, that know, was my it. idea. You know, he could either form a, a second hurt business, or you could go MVP betraying Bobby. I wouldn't mind seeing him like paired. Yeah, that could him. be quite cool. So you like shove him in a tag team with a sniveling heel, like like the Miz or someone. Like you, you just put him behind some sniveling hill, and as the you know, almost like we see with Grayson Waller and Sanger in NXT. Well, it'd be just... like he had with AJ, really. Yeah, it? or him with AJ. Yeah, that's kind of. The but only not AJ, obviously. Way yeah, I can not see someone him. that talented. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, not someone that level. Yeah, I think. Um, 
yeah, I think it was fine. I think right. I, I said in my predictions, I'd be furious if like Omos won this match. So I'm very glad. Yeah, I, it, wouldn't, I it, wouldn't have been as angry if it was like a good angle with MVP turning. If he just beat him clean, I would agree with you. I, I did have the fear that could happen. He might just destroy him and other. You know, there is an argument to be made for like <laughs> you put the younger talent over, but in Omos's case, I just don't see them doing anything with him going forward. So it feels like it would feel like a waste of time. And Lashley's Lashley's too strong to put him over. Like L- Lashley's on the Drew McIntyre level, isn't he? Yeah, if they'd have done like the Commander Aziz match or something, though that would not be a WrestleMania level match. Yeah. Like, you know, you'd have almost almost win because he's he's the the more pushed guy. But yeah, against someone like Lashley, um, or even to put him at, like Jinder and Shanky or something like that. You know, I'm trying to think of other big guys that no one really cares about. Whereas Bobby Lashley is one of your top guys, let's face it. But yeah, I thought this match served its purpose. You know, um, wasn't amazing, but it did what it needed to do. So I've got no complaints about it at all. Um, moving on to match three, um, and a match that seemed to divide people. I know, uh, I don't know if you guys have really seen online, but um, Sami no. Zayn versus John, Johnny Knoxville. Um, I personally loved this match. I, I thought absolutely this was loved great. It. I thought this was proper sports entertainment, yeah. sort of car crashy yeah. brilliance. I love um, Jackass and I love WWE. So it was everything I wanted. They brought everybody out, which is what I wanted them to do. They came down to the to the Jackass music. It was just a bit of fun. It was never yeah. going to be a proper wrestling match. But no, and you, did, that, you did get some proper wrestling in there. You got yeah. some Tornado DTT, some suplexes. Knoxville looked great. He took Sammy some bumps, some he? Kicks. Yeah, he did look like he could hang a little bit. Obviously, <laughs> The Luba kicks didn't hold back here, did they? No, we no. man took one to the yeah, face. Yeah, God, that was like on the button. <laughs> he proper took one to the face. But I could imagine these guys say, I'm used yeah, to getting just like, punched in the me. face well, all day. Just I think we, I think we started the match with a Luba kick straight to Knoxville. We did. Like, to kick off the match, it yeah. was mad. I, mean, I was like, here we go. Did this... I, I I loved this match, man. I, I am Look high on us. this We're match. absolutely loving it, aren't we? There was just one, a few bits, like, that big hand by ringside, I was like, come on, what's this? This Mark, is this that's, no, that's great because they use those in jackass all the time. They, okay, they hide yeah, them yeah. down hallways. So that just sort of builds into that. The only bit I thought was really crap was the giant mouse trap because it was obviously just a bit of put together pipe. And, and they it, ruined it, it as well, didn't they? He, he, he couldn't get it to, to yeah, flip. Yeah, it didn't work. So. <laughs> so we literally just pushed it onto him. <laughs> but it was a bit of cheese, wasn't it? I, yeah, this is. I like the fact they had like Party Boy come in, which I, I don't know if you guys really watch Jackass, but I used to. But he wasn't. I don't happened. think he was in it when I watched it. He was more. I'm in, talking um, twenty years ago when like, CKY, Bam, when it was like he Bam. was in a lot and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was just fun. Wee Man somehow getting a body slam on. That was great because uh, he got Zane. like the horn swoggle spot where they hide under a ring. So good. Um, <laughs> which I didn't even think of. And then, yeah, got a body slam on Sami Zayn. I was just like, it was so, pro- it was proper entertaining. That was Sami sold some of the stuff brilliantly. That might, been the, the, that might have been the, the, the spot of the night. The body slam yeah. on Sami Zayn. I couldn't yeah. believe he did that. Yeah, I thought this was amazing. Um, um, I mean, it, it was great. I loved, um, I loved most of it, actually. Like, I know the giant mousetrap was a bit silly, but I I like the kind of it's a bit different like the mousetrap pinning his shoulders down because they were over his shoulders. Yeah. Again, if the mousetrap looked a bit better, maybe they they got it to work first time. It might have been better. But 
you know, it's, it's live TV. Maybe these it's a like silly little match, away. isn't it? It doesn't matter. It's not like someone's just lost the title. Yeah. I mean, if it yeah, was yeah. the title, then it wouldn't have yeah. been ideal. Yeah. But. If, That's if, why if, I didn't want the Intercontinental title on the line in this yeah. match. I'm glad it wasn't. Um, I mean, if you're watching this match expecting a wrestling clinic, then you're, you're, you're watching the wrong thing. Like, <laughs> this, this is what it was meant to be, and it's great. Yeah. So, you know. Just... Yeah, I mean, that spot where the, he had the mousetraps on the table, the little mousetraps, and Sammy Sounds went good. flying through it. There was so much mm. cool stuff in it. Um, I, I love the use of that. I think he was going for a halluva kick in the corner. And he just used an air horn to make the sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just silly little things like that. And he did it with the pyro on the turnbuckle, the bowling ball as well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the bowling ball, uh, the silly little like handle to kick him in the balls and things yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a lot of fun. I was really enjoying this match. It might have been my match of the night, and I actually enjoyed the most. Not in terms of the best match, but honestly, I might have enjoyed this more than anything else. <laughs> on night two, I, I loved it. You'd be um, an F five through a table if Brock heard you say that. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I, I loved of the it. The night was Jack at uh, Knoxville. Honestly, birthday. I thought it was so. I thought it was so so. It was it was very entertaining. Um, and yeah, it's one of those things that it doesn't hurt Sami Zayn like at all, really. And yeah, I, I like him now. I, I like him, but before this feud, I didn't like Sami Zayn. I'd gone way off him again. But also, mm. I think Sami Zayn's in that lovely position where losses almost play into his character more. So I think actually almost benefits him to lose like this, like yeah. with with five can... jackass guys and a giant cheese. Uh, you know, a mousetrap that actually works in his favor because it'll be like oh, it's a conspiracy against me. So I think it actually is good that he lost. Yeah. Um, I didn't predict it, but I wish, I wish I, you know. No, you're only one of the only people that went to uh, Sami Zayn to win, actually. Well, I, my thought was Knoxville would take a massive bump and that would be the end of the match. That's what I thought would happen. I just thought that but... it was so obvious the other jackass guys were going to get involved. Mm. That's why I had to go for Knoxville because I was like, there's no way they're not going to be there. As soon as I saw them, because they, they were front row, weren't they? And he chucked them into the barricade and he, Sammy chucked Johnny into the back barricade and they were all there. And I was like, okay, they're getting involved in this match. <laughs> um, and then from that moment on, I was like, unless someone comes out and helps Sammy, which is very unlikely, then uh, Johnny's going to win. But yeah, the, it was just a fun ride to get through. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so next up was the, the women's tag team title match. Um, Sasha Banks arrived in, a, I think it was a Lamborghini, wasn't it, Krusty? You're, you're a bit yeah, Lamborghini, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little Lambo. Yeah, that was a cool entrance. So she got a big entrance. Um, Rhea and Liv had very like special outfits on as well. There's a couple of cool entrances here, but most of it was kind of normal. Um, but yeah, Sasha got the, the star treatment really in this match, it felt like. And the yeah. match really was built around her a lot as well, I felt. She did a lot of the, the work in the ring. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good women's tag team match. Didn't expect it to be anything special. Um, and it, it wasn't, but it was. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was, it was all right. I mean, I would have preferred a 2 1 2 or a. Even I, I, I don't see other than having one. I don't see why Shayna and Natalia were in this match at all. They offered not very little. I, I can think only see that's uh, sort of um, just a participation. Propaganda. I mean, should you say that sort of thing? It's like a. It is to get the women on the It's card. to please people, isn't it? It's to yeah, please. It's, it's a participation. They're not trophies. doing a women's battle yeah. royal. They're not yeah. doing a women's battle royal. They haven't. They've only got three. They, what they should do is have another singles feud that isn't. They don't have any women's matches that aren't the titles on the card. They could yeah. easily have another women's match on the card and yeah. done. I don't know. 
Well, I, I said before, I, my, my, my <laughs> idea would have been to have Sasha and Naomi in this tag match, then you have Rhea, VLX, or a one-on-one feud, and sorry, Liv, it's maybe next year. Like, you can't be on every, kind of everyone on every card, especially WrestleMania. I actually think Rhea and Liv, though, I, Rhea were and a good Liv, tag team. Great, yeah. What would have been ideal yeah. was Rhea and Liv win the tag titles from Carmella and Zelina yeah. before yeah. Mania. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that, yeah. And then have them face Sasha and Naomi in a two-on-two yeah, match. Coach. Mm. Because I think that's the match going forward that is the most interesting. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I also thought we might see a uh, Corey Graves, by the way, get in the ring at this in this match. I had a feeling he might take a bump or something from Rhea in this match or something. But he was doing a lot happen. of gushing, wasn't he? He was talking about his future wife and yeah. You know, I'm glad was... this is over now. I, I'm. I want Carmelo and um, Celine to go on to other things. To I don't think we'll see Carmelo in the ring very much for the next few months because I think I'm she'll be focused on a reality TV. I either want her to do something else or not be on TV. I want Zelina to do her own thing. I think she's good enough solo. Um, the match, the match was okay. It, it felt very, very disjointed. Straight away, I'm not too keen on these matches anyway, where you have to tag in your opponents. I think they're yeah. stupid. I and think they you should have, have the four people, people in the ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because uh, earlier with the men's, we had three men in the ring at one point, didn't we? And they were all tagging in their own partners. Yeah. That is, and and they they don't they just inexplicably change like I don't on, like it on a whim it. change whether it's I feel like they do it when or... it's four when it's when it's three I think they do it differently I'm not sure though I'm not I don't I'm not 100 percent sure on that but I feel like they don't want more than three people in the ring at once on tag team matches I'm glad for the winner though I mean Sasha and Naomi are the right people to put it on hopefully it will give that belt some more prestige I was going to say it gives them more focus I can't see them having Sasha and Naomi just losing matches every week no. they could like get they were doing Selena and Carmella mm. yeah Probably I don't know like who they're going to feud Bailey, with but um, and I hope eventually it leads to a singles feud between the two of them um there's a nice moment I saw back. I mean, Sasha looked so like happy to win because there's like, it, it was her first, first yeah. Mania win after all these years. Really? She's, she's done a reverse Undertaker streak. Yeah, she loses every year. She lost in, uh, obviously, last year to Bianca. She's lost the four horsewomen matches. She lost a tag match with Bailey. She loses, you know, so it was a big moment for her. And I saw the really? celebrations with her, Naomi and Tamina, obviously. They used to be team bad um, after, which was really, really nice. Um so, yeah, really good. There were a few spots I thought were really good in this match, even though the match, like you say, it was only... It was good. Um, there was a couple of big Tower of Doom spots in each corner with Leah, Liv and Rhea doing the power bombs at the end of them. Um, there was a cool move that Liv and Rhea did that looked awesome. It was like a riptide into a backstabber. I, I think that was like their double-team finisher. Yeah. It obviously didn't win them the match, but it was the riptide, and then Liv did like a knees into the back. That looked really cool. Yeah. And then the finish with... Sasha and Naomi as yeah, well. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so there were some really good, there were some good spots in this match, I thought. Yeah, um, well, it's, at the end of the day, it is six really good wrestlers, isn't it? It's, you know, there's all in this match who's a weak wrestler, you know, as no. much as Natalia's, you know, bit, you know, we're, but maybe maybe bored of her, I guess, but she's still a very, very, very good wrestler. wrestler. Very yeah. good workhorse as well. Um, yeah, it's just the character, isn't it? You know, like. it's, it's just a shame we don't see more of Shayna singles or Shayna should have been Shana to sort of dominate matches. I don't understand why she can't. Shayna should in be there. feuding with Ronda Rousey or teaming with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and be involved with Ronda Rousey. We, we saw her training easy. with her well, on SmackDown. They literally showed her training with Ronda well, and, Rousey. and Russell, uh, uh, Royal Rumble. They had a big moment where they like teamed yeah. up in the. I was like, oh, this is cool. Let's see this, and then yeah, nothing. It's a feud. If Ronda does win the title down the line, which I think will 
probably happens still, um, then I think uh, she has to have a feud with Shayna Baszler at some point. Has to. I think they, they don't work do really that well together. Straight. Or have them team up and win the tag belts down the line. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, it feels like a waste with how they put the tag belts, but if if, if if you want to really accelerate them, give them to that Ronda could be Ramsey. a really good feud, couldn't it? Yeah, Ronda Actually. and Shayna v Naomi and Sasha. Talk about a proper. That's a proper that tag team. Feud. That could headline, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. That, would be, that would be if, a great. If match, that fair. you know that puts some credit because since Bailey and Sasha, there's been no credit on these tag belts at all. No. So no, they no. need something and. You know, I miss the days of Sasha and Bailey versus the Kabuki Warriors. That was they were good times. Yeah, and when they were going into NXT, to... there's a lot of talk of um maybe if EO came up, but um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's a few. I mean, obviously, like with Asuka, maybe. Yeah, the there's, up, there's 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 a lot of um, at some point NXT because the NXT women's division is so big now that you can move some, some of those yeah. up. So you um, can make new tag teams, is what we're trying to say. I mean, Doudrop and Nikki ASH look like they're going to be a tag team as well. So there's another one there. I think um, they make sense, yeah. Yeah, so the, hopefully they can revamp this tag team division because and we can have some matches to go with Sasha and... Um, Naomi. Naomi, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so that it makes FIFA. it, you know, the division worthwhile because it's not, over the past six months to a year, it's not been worth even having at all. No. Um, no, I agree. So they need to move on from that. Um, well, let's move on ourselves because yep. the next match I think is a bigger one to talk about, um, which is AJ Styles versus Edge. What did you guys think of this? Match? Firstly, can I say Edge's entrance? Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I mm. was fixated on this. How cool was that? The guy's really, I know it's similar to his brood, I guess, but it's, it's different and it, uh, he's just so mm. intense. The music, the little stages and the fire, his outfit. I just think he's, he's an absolute genius, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I never thought I'd be happy. Like, I'd like it if he moved away from um, on this day. But yeah. <laughs> actually, this music suits his character and it's actually really good as well. Yeah. It, it would make no sense if he still had his old music with this character. It, yeah, it, no, it, it would be, be stupid. So it he's wouldn't. done the right thing. Sometimes um, it does, a music change is necessary with your character. And, and this is one of those, those cases. 100% it is. is. Especially when your character changes so dramatically, it kind of has, the music has to change. You think back to Bailey when she went from. The little doo yeah. like they're really happy. Bailey, to her, Bailey buddies. Like, Bailey buddies. Yeah. Her, almost, yeah. So that is like, I think it's, it's needed. And I think, obviously, we'll get to later, but the direction Edge is heading in is extremely intriguing. Um, I think it's very exciting. But I, I think the match itself was actually a bit, bit slower than I maybe anticipated. Um, I think it started quite quick, didn't it? And then it's, yeah, it did. Down but a bit we, we had a real slow period. And I, it almost got to what I was always oh, going on a bit. Like I was Edge's to... matches have been quite like that, though. Yeah, Especially but it, it was one, good one. wrestling. I mean, two absolute pros. Um, I mean, do you guys have anything to say about the match before we get to the ending of it? Is yeah, just, I mean, it was <laughs> some of the spots in it were really, really good. The wrestling was excellent. Like, just so, so smooth the way they count. There was so much countering and stuff like that in it. One of my favourite counters was when AJ went for the Pele kick and Edge just stepped backwards. It's yeah. crazy. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that, but it's such an obvious thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I love the Pele kick, but he literally just stood backwards and AJ just hit hit the deck like a sack of shit. <laughs> and it just looked like it was like it had into Edge's character a few mel- sort of humiliating him. Yeah. Um, 
We had quite a lot of good near falls in this match. AJ hit the Styles Clash at one point and only got a two count from that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a big move that he kicked out. There was a 450. Um, there was lots of good stuff there in there. There was a big suplex onto the ring apron, which was savage. Oh, that was, uh, that was a yeah, savage. Yeah, that was there was some really, that made it, a thump, didn't it? It was maybe five minutes too long, this match. I, it's my only criticism of it. Maybe because of the slow pace, you know, you could maybe have cut yeah. five minutes of it and sped it up a little bit. But I thought overall, it was a banger of a match. Like, it didn't, it didn't disappoint. Put it that way. Uh, we were expecting a really good match, and we got a really good match. I think. Yeah, you go on to the finish then. The side of the finish was. Uh, oh yeah, you go. You talk yeah. about the finish if you want. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, this is again. We don't have top marks or skip marks for this, but this this is this is my moment of night two. Was the whole like obviously priest just standing at the ringside, and, and obviously AJ looks a bit silly because he has him set up for the formal forearm, and he just stares at Priest for almost no reason. Priest isn't actually good. They always anything. put baby faces like yeah. that, and it's stupid. But yeah. we got a cool phenomenal forearm into a spear, which was, I was yeah, staring at Priest for really that. Cool I was finish. like, "Why are you there, Priest?" It's- yeah, it, it, it took me a little while. I was like, "Priest, what are you?" Oh, Edge, yeah, that that makes sense. And what I loved was just the look Priest and Edge gave each other. They. Cool. I, I like it's two guys I wouldn't necessarily have thought to put together, but like they, they seem work. perfect. Since so Priest well. turns heel, it's something. Yeah, that makes and sense. It, it is amazing for Damien Priest, by the way, to be paired with Edge. Like this is some. He needs it. And I, I know, was going to say because I was a bit worried about his direction. He wasn't on the Mania yeah. card. You know, he lost the US title. Since that, he's been booked quite badly since he lost it. But this yeah, well, can save him. Yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think we're moving on to Balor and Theory for the IC or US, sorry. And yeah. I think Priest, because I thought yeah. we thought Priest and Balor was the direction, but yeah, Priest is moving on here. And I think obviously there are rumors of a stable and maybe more people join in. And I'm interested yeah, to see good. who else because Priest and Edge are perfect. And, you know, they, like you say, that spear, the yeah. mid air spear, that was amazing. I Great love finish. That, that yeah. looked brutal as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think this version of Edge is almost perfect for a leader of a stable. It's just, yeah, his character's on point and pre. I, I can't say enough how perfect Priest is to be with Edge. It's just, it's great. Like, it's they're going to destroy yeah. everyone, aren't they? Yeah, I think now a tag. Being, anyone <sighs> being paired of Edge is like you know a big deal. So it's going to elevate. They obviously see a lot in him, don't they? And Edge must do because he, he wouldn't accept Woody if yeah. he didn't think. What he I was loved is uh, the callback. There was, I saw a picture of it earlier and it was like, do you remember that random day on Raw when Damien Priest was there? I don't think he'd even been officially called up yet. And Edge shook his hand on TV, on Raw, and was like, I can't remember what he now said you now. say it, yeah. I seem to remember Yeah, him. now you say it, yeah. I mean, there was a segment Edge where Edge backstage just yeah. like shook hands with Damien Priest and was like, you know, I, I see something in you kind of thing. And then we've gone from that to this, like months That's later. So, so Edge is yeah. obviously pitch this and that's what i like about it i'm hoping edge has a big say in who he's picking here it'll be interesting to see who his other pick is i've seen some names floating about as not not anyone that um has been rumored by you know dirt sheets or anything just fans speculating mm. um but yeah i'm intrigued to see who it is i mean i, 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 I saw a picture like... one of um champa earlier i'd love that <laughs> i'd love that yeah that would make sense i just i don't think i want to see anyone join just yet i want to let's see priest and edge for a little bit before we introduce a third member, I, for me, I'd rather see these two for a bit and then down I the think, line. I think a third one down the line would be great because then you can have the tag team and then Edge is like the, the main event guy. And you can have another team in a tag team division that way as well. 
as an individual, you know, and eventually you could put all the belts on them. Like you yeah. could have Edge as WWE or Universal Champion and the guys behind them as tag belts or, you know, there's, there's so much potential there. Are they on um, SmackDown? Raw. Raw. They're on Raw. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. They've been all over the place. We're also they? stacked now. I mean, we'll get to it later when we talk about mainly overall and, and what and you know maybe what's the plan ahead. But Raw is so stacked. Um, I think they need to move a few guys over from Raw to SmackDown. Um, well, we may get some call ups and stuff yet, so we'll see how that goes. We may, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but it's gonna be interesting because Rick Boogs is another guy now on the injured list in SmackDown because a big E injured now Boogs is injured, so you've lost him as well. So you've lost two big big. Both of their comedy. Yeah. And I mean, like, are they just going to keep, what are they going to do with Nakamura? Like without him, are they going to still going to use him? Are they just going to pie him to the side for a bit until Boogs come back? Like, you don't know. Anyway, that's a major sidetrack from the edge match, but yeah. That is. <laughs> Got into Nakamura somehow. Um, yeah. I've, I've nothing else really to add. Um, just, no, really no, awesome. just really cool. I'm really excited about that. And I think it's great for Damien Priest, I'd say. Um, and I'm just trying, you know, trying to think on, on Raw who could, um, who could join them? There's a few options, but uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I think, think Balotelli, by the way. <laughs> by the way, but I don't know. It wouldn't make sense of him feuding with Priest, but yeah, he's been feuding with Priest. Um, but yeah, I'll keep my eye out because I did see them fightful reporting earlier that they have some news on who the, who else might be joining the faction at some point today. So I wouldn't be surprised, Keeney, if that does happen. I know you said you want it to be just the two of them for now. I think if they're getting news of it, it will happen soon because literally. It was a day before Mania. I heard about maybe Damien Priest joining up with Edge, and it happened straight away. Like there was yeah. no way. Although I don't so, think this Priest joining with Edge is a last-minute decision. I think this is a no, no. Calculate because I think it just got out. Maybe there. his whole turn in, like his whole when he had to split personality, was with this down the line in the future. You know, you'd like to think they would plan that far ahead. I know they usually don't, but. Well, I think they might have took the title off him thinking, right, well, we need to take the title off him because we, if he's going in with Edge, we don't want him being the United States champion because then, you know, it doesn't really work that well with being the face champion and defending the belt all the time and all that. Yeah. Um, so they might have had it from then. They may have, um, quite possibly. Let's move on to the next match, which is, uh, I need to call him Pat Theory then, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. And the first thing to talk about here is the incredible entry. Oh, well, first Vince comes down and gets a great reception, as always. And as soon as that match hats hit, uh, music hit, I called shenanigans. I was like, something's happening. Something's up here, which we kind of expected anyway. I, I liked um, Krusty actually said earlier, wouldn't it be funny if Shane McMahon was in um, Pat's corner? I actually thought that was what was going to happen. I thought um, when <laughs> Vince started beating him up, I thought he's going to come down in a minute. I thought Matt, Pat was going to come down and be like, well, you've got someone in your corner. I want yeah. some in my corner. And then Shane would have been fun. Mm, um, but what we got was, was good anyway. But yeah, so Pat comes down to Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. I know. Yeah, it's quite Great cool. of them to get that. Uh, cheerleaders the fans within. went wild. And the yeah. fans were chanting it throughout the match. Yeah, so, yeah they, they didn't I stop, think during an actual match, other than maybe Austin's match and, and possibly Cody's for the start of it especially, this might have been the loudest the crowd was all weekend. They were oh. so into Pat McAfee that he's at this point, I'm questioning him if he's just being wasted on commentary because I love him on commentary, but like, he might be too good to just be on commentary. He might be too good. 
But it's also it's also too good a commentator. I think he's that good a commentary. And <laughs> as I said last week or whenever we spoke about last time, he's he's on show constantly because he's on commentary. If you have him as a wrestler, he's on screen once a night, maybe yeah. twice. Yeah, oh, well, I think you can use him as a special attraction wrestler, but just use him a bit more regularly as a wrestler. Not not every He's week. going to get the Jerry treatment, but be better. Gonna be like Honestly, I wouldn't mind him seeing going for like a title match at some point or something, just for like... Be cool. Give him, a, give him a talk show even would be quite fun. That's right. how you get him into feuds. That could be quite Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can have him interviewing because Michael yeah. Cole does it as well. You can have him interview someone in the ring and then they turn on each other and you can set up a match that way. A big Only save it for big pay-per-views like SummerSlam, Mania, Survivor Series, whatever. Maybe do Raw v SmackDown, you do him the Byron Saxton. I don't know. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> did you have something common, those two? Yeah, they both did sell the stunner. <laughs> um, they did. But yeah, so Pat comes down to Seven Nation Army, really, really over. And then what did you make guys make of the match itself? First of all, with Theory. I liked this match. I'm very high on Theory and I love McAfee in ring. It's actually maybe not as good as McAfee's match with Cole in NXT. And interestingly, not quite. they didn't use any of that footage in his video package before the match. I don't know if you guys realize they showed a lot of McAfee wrestling as a kid, but didn't show anything from his NXT days, which was interesting. I think they were trying to make Whether it was a... his first match. They yeah. said it a couple of times on commentary yeah. as well. Yeah, I guess that's why. I, I thought maybe it's an Adam Cole thing. Yeah, I, I think it might Adam have been a combination Cole. of the things. Yeah. Of, okay, like, it's Adam Cole. He's not here anymore. But also, that happened in NXT. People, yeah. a lot of the crowd there don't remember. I did see on Twitter people like amazed about that spot that he did. And he's literally uh, done that spot before. Yeah, it is. I saw I comments what, like he's done that it before. Jump up people, to the top right. But because so many people are watching WrestleMania that aren't regular, that, that don't watch NXT, even mm. regularly watch WWE, I think you can get away with it um, on that. But yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought it was good um, if only a, a, a roll up victory. Well, I've never seen the crowd pop so much for a roll up win before. Um, and I think I was happy that, with it. This is yeah. a time when I want to roll up when you get a, a potential non-wrestler finishing yeah. a match. I don't want my stars rolling people. Well, I think they see the so much in Austin Theory. They didn't want to beat him clean and properly. Um, and it was I've also a lot of talk the... about Vince seeing him as potentially the next John Cena. Like if they see him that high, yeah, Cena's like... the comparison I see in him. I, I think also the reason for the roll up was it was the third most important part of this segment. Yeah, if it had just ended on that roll up, I might have been a little bit down on it because you're ending the segment on a roll up. But then there was so much that happened after it that the roll up, <laughs> the win itself was kind of not that important in the end. No. Um, but yeah, really good match. Obviously, they, we talked about the spot he did with the, the jumping up the turnbuckle, which is a great spot. And he's done it. He does he, it really. We got to remember he's an athlete, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he, he used to. He would have done this every day, all day, every day. But yeah, he's kept it, and he's he's so entertaining, isn't he? Yeah. I, really I also want to give um, props. I wrote in my notes props to Michael Cole during this match. I thought his commentary really added to it. Normally, Michael Cole's commentary is just like whatever because it's kind of generic. But because he's so he's friends with McAfee, and he was like he said at the start. Normally, I'm very um, unbiased with my commentary, but I'm telling you now, I'm on Pat McAfee's side for this match. And he <laughs> was like talking about him as if he was his best mate wrestling, and I actually really liked it. I thought Cole was actually brilliant in this, and I he doesn't yeah. he's someone who doesn't get a lot of praise, but I thought he was great in this match. No, he's not. No, fair play. Well yeah, done, Michael no, Cole. I agree. 
<laughs> I thought I thought it really added to it the story of him being his you know his commentary partner. Um, and then, so then we got someone the... else came in, didn't he, and decided so, I like after the, the roll up. Vince is pissed with Austin Theory, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, Vince is going to get in the ring in a minute. I didn't think we we're going to get a match, but I thought he was something was going to happen. And then he, Pat's like doing the just bring it at him, <laughs> like, like he's the rock or something. And um, yeah, Vince slowly like takes his time. I loved this bit, by the way. I loved it. He was just like slowly undressing himself yeah. into his vest. Took his and time and then he got he into his stacked, trademark vest. He? he stacked, Vince. He's 78 or 76 or something. Yeah. Crazy, really. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, I wasn't expecting a match, and I don't know if I wanted to see Vince in a match particularly. I don't think it was on my uh, list of things I wanted to see at Mania, but it was a moment, wasn't it? It was. It was a cool moment. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, then we got um, Stone Cold, which is which is always good. Which you is can't which not is pop for Stone Cold. The main bit. We got another Stone Cold Vince moment, and then. <laughs> Stone the Cold. funniest stunner of all time. Yeah. That was funny. Speaking, of, the ropes, speaking of stunners, Austin Theory took that like an absolute champ. Oh, that was it was funny. like rocking his heyday. He was he took that stunner. He sold it like the rock. Yeah, he sold yeah. it like the rock did. It was <laughs> a great sell. I know it's by the way. We had Stone Cold Steve Austin and Austin Theory, and earlier we had Chad Gable and Gable Stevenson. So they've Usually they don't put people together with the same names. I, yeah, I mean, I remember funny. calling months ago we were going to get something between the two Austins and, and Vince at Mania. I said that ages ago, but I didn't expect Pat McAfee and the match to be involved and all that. Um, but yeah. I thought maybe that was where it was going, some statement with that. And, and that's what I still was actually shocked when Stone Cold came out because I thought he was done at night one. He'd done his bit. Oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. And well. apparently it was kind of a last-minute thing of they're trying to get Austin on night two as well um, mm. and then brought him out. To stun Vince with the worst stunner I've ever seen in my life. Vince just fell to the floor. Um, I mean, Vince he, is bloody old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, and I've seen criticism, and, and I know our, our friend Sizzle, who's been on the pod, obviously, before, he, he criticised this segment as saying, you know, the match was ridiculous between Vince and Pat. Like, it didn't need to be a match. Yeah, and I agree I, that the bell didn't need to ring. Yeah. I, I didn't like the fact there was a match. When... It, it got into a match. I was like, oh, "Come on, we don't need to see this match." Like, just... I didn't mind the match, but I think I'd have rather Theory being more involved, beat him up, and then allow Pat to get knocked down because it just felt like Pat was still pretty fresh, and then he was just running into a clothesline. Yeah, and, and then the finish was like a kicking a ball to his chest and then a free count. I was yeah, like, I'd prefer they not do an official match. Vince gets in the ring. Theory and Vince start beating Pat up. Yeah, then Stone, then Cold, Stone Cold, Cold just down. comes yeah. down and makes a save. They didn't need to ring the bell and make Pat get pinned by Vince. It, yeah, and, and also the, the whole segment from, you know, Seven Nation Army down to Stone Cold stuttering McAfee and having a beer on the... It was it was so long and, you know... We'll, an hour, we'll wasn't it? Get into the match later where they literally rushed the match and the main event maybe could have gone a bit longer considering the enormity of it. Well, I think... That I was feel cut like short for injury. But yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, well, yeah, possibly. Yeah, because the I, show I, was fifteen minutes shorter than night one. I think they. Um, so, I think they. Timekeeper toop there. I think they spent too long <laughs> on Stone Cold and Vince when you could have put that time. I always yeah. think this. You can always put that time in into promoting Austin Fury a bit better. I, I don't know. There's there's more you can do with 
And I know you could give Seamus and Butch a little bit longer. Yeah, and you could start the Stone Cold moment with Vince. Let's say you just don't have the Vince and McAfee match. Just have a beatdown, and Stone Cold comes out, and you save. There is one thing minutes. though that the crowd were going wild for it. I thought the thing is the crowd loved all of it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and they will. And, and it was Stone good Cold. fun. It was Stone Cold could have come down and fun thing. It yeah. was fun, wasn't it? And even the stun of Pat at the end. Yeah, that was great, and he sold it well. I just and loved, I loved the, the image of him on the floor. Yes, just, like drinking, I was say, wasn't the it? Yeah. The gifable moment that's been going around on Twitter. There's loads of that. Um, people love that moment. That's you're going to see that as a trending gif, I think, for a while, with him trying to drink the beer on the floor. We love trending gifs. I think Pat McAfee. We do love a gif. He's this absolute <laughs> star here. Um, and yeah, I, I just again so sports entertaining. If, if entertainment isn't your thing on your wrestling show, this probably ain't going to be for you. This, in fact, mm. night two as a whole, most of it probably ain't going to be for you. But if you love the, the entertainment side of wrestling. Night two was great. Most of it, this, this and it was Sammy, Sammy, wasn't it? like so much of it was. I, and I saw a lot of comments about. We'll talk about it when we get to the, the overall thoughts on Mania. But this was the first Mania that felt like a Mania yes. in a long time, with the big moments, the surprises, the yeah. nostalgia, the crowd reacting to everything, going mental, and, and I thought that really made the show. And this was one of those segments where, if you'd have done this on Raw, if you'd have done this in the Thunderdome um, Mania. I'd have been like, "What is the point in this?" Yeah, it would have been shit because you, you, there's you nobody the there to pop. You, you know, yeah. you need you need the crowd, and and yeah. that's why. Well, that's that's a good point. I mean, we've gone through you know two years of no fans wrestling. Well, last year had fans at Mania, but it was limited. Yeah, but this like this half, was maybe the best, probably the best fans I've seen at a wrestling show for years and years because they were just Especially at WWE hot show. for everything I uh, think including AW I think they were that good this this over the both nights um, I thought the, the fan the fans were phenomenal and made the show better so yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you did. thank you fans let's move on to the next actual match which I nearly forgot about um, I actually missed the match here by the way um, it was before it was actually before that match um, that was before the main event. I actually missed the match, um, which was the New Day and Sheamus and uh, Oh, I just cheekily Ridge. mentioned it, didn't WWE I? WWE didn't care about it. So. Yeah, I mean, it was rushed. The entrances were rushed. The mat, they, they rushed spots. Oh, this was going to be night one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think they ran out of time and they got right, I won the match and they've gone, right, we'll shove you There's on. There's a two-hour pre-show there, guys. Give them 15 minutes on the pre-show. Well, we, we, had, we had four hours of pre-show with both No nights. wrestling on it. Why? Why on earth was this match on? This match did not deserve a main card, really. There's no real massive heat for this. You know, it was a, it was a. If this feud was finished on SmackDown, you'd have not thought twice about it. It was, it was a start. You know, oh, I'd rather have seen Ricochet defend the IC title on the yeah, card, or Balavi Priest for the US or anything. Yeah, there's, there's hundred things they could have done better with this time. I, I, I did. I will say though, I still think I felt a bit harsher than rushing it so much. Obviously, with knowing Vince yeah. was going to get, I was just glad they did the match because I was worried. They bumped it from night one, and I saw how long the show was. And Triple H came out at the start, and did, I was like, "They're going to bump this match again, aren't they?" Like with all the stuff, I knew there was going to be segments. The Hall of Fame guys come out again. Like they, I don't know why they need to do it twice. No, I was like, "They're going to bump." Fans, isn't it? Yeah, I guess there's some different fans there, but I was like, "They're going to bump this match again. It's not going to go on there." And there's a two-hour pre-show literally there, like to put it on. So I, I, I was just glad the match happened, to be honest. Um, one thing I will say that was really cool was on the entrances, Kofi and uh, Woods wore Biggie's attire. Um, yeah, I thought they, he they actually looked really good in that. that it, was, it was really disconcerting for my eyes. I didn't know what was going on. 
It was really yeah. weird to see they were them in Biggie's gear. But it was, it was really cool. Spot on in it, though. He I did. Think yeah. He actually looked way better than normal. Yeah. He was like an absolute tank. So he I, did, I think yeah. he should stick to that. Yeah. I yeah. can't think of what he normally wears, but he that just was wears uh, jeans, wears trousers, doesn't he? Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a really nice touch. And the match itself, we only went five minutes. Really, obviously, I knew it was going quick because I wrote in my notes the pace of this match. They're not keeping this isn't going long because they were flying around that ring. So yeah. and, and and they kind of missed some spots, like because they were rushing them so much. Like, you know, they went to do something and then like they were rushing it so much they kind of like stopped doing it halfway through. It was just such a like Butch I felt, felt like really a, Butch sorry. For like them. a nutter, did he? He ran around like a jet. Yeah, jet he was Russell. like after the match, he went to beat someone up, and Sheamus was like, No, we've got to go quickly. Come on, like you can't beat him up. <laughs> it was it was so like it was oh, so I'm excited rushed. to see when Butch actually wrestles though, because I love Pete Dunn. And the, the how they've made him like it's I quite like, like this style. angry. It's quite yeah, cool. Yeah. I think he's going to be really crazy to watch. Um, so I'm looking forward to. I wish they'd have done that here. Then I would have been more into this match. So they said, "Oh, right, it's Butch versus Kofi Kingston," and he just had all the other guys around the edge. I'd have preferred that by a mile um, yeah. to what they actually did. Um, but yeah, like like I said, the actual match. I mean, there was a trouble in Paradise near fall where Sheamus pulled him out of the ring. Um, he, they attacked them before the bell as well. It's another sign of a, a quick match. They uh, attacked the New Day before the match started, didn't they? And then Ridge was quite, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. Like, okay, this isn't going long. They want to get this match <laughs> started. Uh, they knew they didn't have a lot of time. Um, but yeah. I, reckon, I reckon we'll see a proper match at um, Backlash. Yeah, the future between these guys. This, Butch... is a, this is a match they should have a backlash and give it proper time. And I think they could get a good match out of these guys. So I think they're all really good. It's just a shame they had to rush it so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's move on then to the main event. The biggest main... wrestling match of all time. Yeah, it's not, though, is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> biggest um, stakes, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, they put a lot of stakes in it. They built the feud a lot. What did you make of it? Because I, well, I have opinion. I have opinions of that. See what you two say first. I think it was a good match. That's it. That's basically. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how I feel about. I it. think we've seen it before. This match. Yeah, they did. Like do anything all the different. bumps, all the rest bump, and then there's a belt to the head and low blow. Yeah, we've seen this before with Roman and Brock. A very um, old classico, didn't it? The yeah, way it, it went. Yeah, it was very like. Yeah, this is a match they've done before. They might as well just play the clip of the match they've done in the past here. Um, You know, for the biggest match of all time, and I know you said Fisher may be in an injury, maybe there was. Oh, Roman's shoulder popped out. Yeah, but for the biggest wrestling match of all time, I was expecting, like, something to blow my mind. The thing is, in the build-up, Brock was on about blood a lot. And I thought, okay, they're going to bust open here. They're going to do something crazy. They're going to do some big spots. But it was just spears and F5s and Could have done with some blood, really, couldn't we here? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that would have made the story more interesting. Because Brock was talking about it a lot in the build-up. And, and really, yeah. all we got, like you say, is a co- copy and paste of their, their well, last two, we, three we, matches. We even got to spear through the barricade happens every match, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. It's, it's a great spot, but it's just too much now, isn't it? I think yeah. um, if, if I really did the enjoy the match. I, I won't lie. Um, yeah, I, thought, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, but I think it was underwhelming for like the main event of night two. No, I agree. I mean, I mean, I, I loved the, the start of it with Brock announcing himself. Yes, it's just really funny. Taking his gloves off was quite a thing. But again, I suppose now I think about it, that plays into your why didn't they go for a, maybe a blood 
shock because they don't do it often in WWE. And I no. think if you're going to do it, WrestleMania is time to do it. You could have had some great imagery with Reigns just sort of like covered in blood and then being like, well, if I'm going to bleed, so are you making Brock. Could have been quite good and made it very gritty. Um, we never know what the ending was supposed to be. You never know. It might have really started to hot up. Um, and if you're going to get a blood spot, a title to the face is the time to bring that out, isn't it? I mean, if you got hit with a metal belt, you're going to bust. But I did enjoy it. There was lots of spears, um, like you say, but it is very standard nowadays. Um, yeah, just a I shame just... that Roman's shoulder got popped out. Yeah, yeah. I just thought we might have seen like an F5 to Heyman here or something or like just some big spots like, you know, like a F5 through an announce table or just Usos something. didn't really get involved either, did they? Yeah, and it was just... Because just... they came down with Roman at the start, but they weren't really involved in it. And I thought... The one good thing is this solidifies Roman as the undisputed champion. I know oh, he the, cheated the result is with un- the belt. 100% the right It was completely result. clean, wasn't yeah. it? There was no... Yep. There was nothing wrong with that at all. Well, he did, he, he, he did belt, like blow but, him and hit him with a belt. I mean. But that was a, a lot earlier in a match. I suppose the only thing you say there is it wore Brock down. Yeah. But when's that ever made him lose a match? Yeah. If he won off the title shot, I'd have been a bit annoyed with that. Because again, that weakens Roman. But I think he still looks strong. And the fact he popped his shoulder out and still won as well makes it look pretty, pretty mad. But no, I agree. You had some far bigger spots, which we can discuss in a minute about. Not, not on night one. Um <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I, I thought this good match was good, but like, yeah, it just it wasn't, it didn't hit that. I had such high expectations for it. A lot of the matches over these two nights over delivered, I felt, and I made the show great. Whereas this one under delivered. Well, d- d- this this is, bit. I think it just delivered. This is what I expected. If I'm thinking of a Roman Brock match, yeah. this is exactly almost spot for spot, exactly what I expect to happen. The fact is, they have pushed aside other top guys mm. Biggie um, Lash I know they both got injured but these guys Seth has been taking pins left right and centre you know I think all they've these taken big guys all the been, eggs out of the basket all these big early. guys they've been pushed to the side for these two and I thought oh, they've got something big for these guys because mm. they are planning their whole mania around these two men I think it's all the special things they've already taken from the basket they've already told us what's happening with Heyman we know where imagine how excited we'd have been if we still didn't know where Heyman's allegiances lay yeah if we were like that what's was he gonna that, do yeah that, that was part of the thrill that was what made it interesting yeah. Yeah. yeah at the start if one of the Usos decided to turn or something like that yeah um, or, or if we got a big you know the rocks come out or you got... well a lot of people did say maybe the rock's gonna come out at the end yeah to well, make e- this really even big, like it didn't happen. Even like a Drew or something, they could have like done something to set up some or like imagine if at the end of the show you just got Cody just staring at Roman, like something like that. Oh, be like, it comes wow. back out and stares at Cody. Like, like, th- there are there was there was ways they could have <laughs> and they could have done what they did in the Santa match and still had a big moment to end the show, but the show just kind of ended a bit underwhelmingly, didn't it? It just ended like I think the, problem is, the rest of the mania was so good that this was a bit of a quite often the main events of Mania are not nowhere anywhere near the best matches. It happens a lot. No. Yeah, I mean last year's main events both nights did deliver. Belair and Sasha were there. And a, Roman Bryan and Edge. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, night what that I'd was have probably one, rather have yeah. Belair here. The very last match. Quite often better. Quite often the last match is nowhere near the it's very rare if someone goes to the match of the not uh, weekend is the closing the closing match of the show. It very rarely happens <laughs> in, in the uh, WrestleMania. Um, it's normally somewhere in the mid-cards we'll get like a classic, you know. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, it is what it is. Um, what do you guys think then? Obviously now Roman's got he's got both titles. What's going to happen? Are we just going to get one new belt and they're going to get rid of both belts? Are we going to have him I well, carry around the two belts? I think he should just carry around the two belts for a while. What what I think will happen is I think he will almost give one of them up or like, he'll be like well, I'm not going to Raw. I'm just going to say on SmackDown, then Raw have to get a new belt to replace the one. Especially that if he he's injured. They unified. Yeah. What I want to happen is him to just have one belt and there'll be one big champion across both brands. That's what I want to happen. I don't think I don't, I'm not sure about it though, because if he's not, if he's, I mean, that's okay if he's feuds with guys on Raw and SmackDown. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. I think you My can. My problem do with it. it is if he's on SmackDown, he's got Drew to feud with and a couple of others. But on Raw now, the roster is so stacked. Yeah. They, they need a title. Well, again, if you go back to the 2000s, they, they had one belt. Chris Jericho unified the belts uh, in early 2000s. Yeah. And we had one champion and it would change to Triple H to Undertake. Obviously, Jericho had it for a while, The Rock. And they would feud with guys from Raw and SmackDown. And it was such an exciting time because there were so many top guys. Um, and there are so many top guys now. It's just they're all on one brand. They need to sort that out. But they they could they could really make this work, I think. there is, And they've done it before. So that they can make this work with one belt. I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll end up going back to two belts. Maybe as soon as tonight. Maybe I'm as soon as tonight, two belts. Roman will I'd... turn up and be like, I don't want this belt. You have it. I'm off. Like, I'd he quite do like that. to go back to WWE title and heavyweight championship. Because so, at the moment, they look the same. They're just coloured in different colours. One's yeah. red, one's blue. I want different titles that mean yeah, different Roman gets things. A, Roman gets a special championship because he unified. He gets, yeah. he gets like some yeah. crazy, like the Universal Championship, but like a gold version of it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I they, want they, it like they, the they, WWE version. That's what I want. They do need yeah. to stop this. The belt's being coloured for the brand. Uh, un, like undisputed that. champion or something. I yeah. don't know. What, yeah. what I would like, by the way, if they do do this, is I would love to see a... A, a tournament for the belt. Well, that's what I was going to say. They should oh, do. Raw, if they, yeah. if they, oh, wait, I love tournaments so much. It's the guys on Raw that you can put yeah. in the title. This is without Orton and Riddle, who are in the tag division. You can have Lashley, Owens, Cody, mm. Seth, um, AJ, AJ, Edge. Edge, Finn Balor, maybe Damian Priest, maybe. Yeah. Um, all sick. these guys. The Miz, Rey Mysterio. The Miz, Mysterio. You can put them in a tournament, mm. and. And have it, and Les- Lesnar could be in it, maybe. You know, if you want, if he's going to stick around, do whatever. I'd man. put, I'd put all brands in it. I'd stick Drew in it. I'd stick yeah. everybody in. It. I think these two belts yeah. shouldn't be locked to a brand. They should say the two main titles can be challenged because it's going to be so exciting. If you've got Roman sat on SmackDown, and then Cody comes and challenges him. Seth comes and challenges him, and then you can mix the feud up, and then you're not stuck into these drafts. I mean, they have basically done that anyway because we had Seth challenge at Rumble. Yeah. Then we've had Lesnar, who was technically a raw suit. Well, I don't know what he was, but he he won the Rumble though. So yeah, I know, but, we, but we have allowed. we have had Roman defend against people not yeah. on his brand. The, the Rollins one was really like we haven't got anyone from SmackDown, so we have to move yeah. Seth over. Um, um, and, That's we'll get, what um, like, and we'll and we'll get there again very soon because Drew's the next one. Because he's and then after that, who do you go to? Happy Corbin turns face. We go down. Smackdown like, is really bare on babyface side. Ricochet is their number two official babyface. Uh, yeah, he's in, even in, in your official rankings. You've got. Your... It's not me. 
This isn't my rankings. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it is your. It's rankings. not my rankings. Well, he's the Intercontinental Champion now, so I think it says yeah. something. That was I was before I said that before he was the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. Um. But literally, the only other babyface is Drew. Literally on the men's side. Um. Apart from lower card guys like Mansoor and people like I mean, he's not going for the Universal Title. You is there a Saudi know. show coming up? You never know. So Crown Jewel next year, Mansoor yeah. versus Roman. So what's happened? Was he in the Battle Royal? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he was on the last. Um, he was in the. He was uh, in the, the last. What show I would, in, in, what in I would love to see down the line. This is we're talking months down the line here. But if the UK show does happen, you could potentially have Roman have two belts for a couple of months, and then you can have Drew challenge for the WWE Championship in the UK and him win one of the belts there. That would be cool. Yeah. Then again, would it surprise you if they just go fuck it and put the belt on Cody? Like fairly soon. It, it could um, be. In it, that, that would surprise me. I think. I, I would wait personally, but I think it should happen. But it should. I wouldn't do it straight away. I, I think it needs a, a bit of a, I, I, a story. Yeah. If if I'm booking, it. I'm not having Cody win the belt for at least a year. I'm just, I'm just having him have top matches, and there's so many feuds for him to have without being involved in the title. For me, that's what I would do. But. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think we've probably covered what we'd do with the um, the titles. Let's talk about um, then overall thoughts on the two nights. Yeah. Um, so I've seen a lot of opinion on this show, and I agree with um, quite a bit of... Uh, overall, this show has been given a very positive reception, and I'm happy about that. Um, I've seen people say it's in their top five manias, top three manias of all time, um, and stuff like that. Like, that's high praise. Um, I'm not going to list every single mania that I've seen and, and rank them in my head now. <laughs> maybe that's another say, podcast. Say, how long maybe have we that's got? for another day. <laughs> no, but all, all I can do is rank in recent years that I can remember off the top of my head. Obviously, it's not as good as some of the ones from, like, WrestleMania 7, 17 or whatever. It's not as good as that. But, um, like, recent years, the last two, three, obviously we had no crowd two years ago, half crowd last year. Uh, 35 was a pretty good mania, if I remember rightly. Um, but yeah, I think this is right up there in recent years, is what, and what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think it's, um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a very cliche thing, but I think it's a show of two nights. I think night one was incredible. And so, it, I, also, I will say, just to caveat this, I think it depends what you look for in a mania. Do you want like these? Entertainment moments. Do you want just great wrestling? Do you want? I think these have everything. And it's and that's why I like this everything. Mania. Yeah, that's why I liked it. For me, what makes a show a, a, a elite show for me is when you have moments that take your breath away a bit and just like make you like just can't get out of your head. And for me, Cody Rhodes coming out at night one. I haven't stopped thinking about that for two days. That's all I can think about. For everyone. Yeah, I have his music in my head. I have his face in my head. And just that moment of him and him entering is the best moment I've seen in wrestling since we started this podcast, at least. I I think it's, I mean, before that, you'd have said the Cole, Brian Danielson, that that was a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. But this Cody one, 
the presentation of it and how long I know you guys talked about I was on the pod yesterday, but they delayed it so much, him him coming out and the the music, everything. Um I, I say I, I had goosebumps in the build up to that. I I had I had butterflies. I felt like I was gonna be sick a little bit. I was I was that like anticipated it so much that my body almost was like I I, I can't cope with how much you're anticipating this moment and mm. it was better than I even anticipated like it was insane um and I think that moment just makes this this made it will be memorable like, that's, about, that's, I know, I think that's what you Stone want. Cold's your favorite all-time wrestler so what about him coming out of retirement and actually doing a match and taking a sequence yeah. on concrete so, like for me that was unbelievable like yeah it's surreal it's, it's amazing well. and I love I love seeing Stone Cold's no matter what I actually would have preferred him not to have a match. If I'm honest, I would rather hear. I quite like really? the fact that he never is. He he would never I, I, wrestle I again. I've seen that before, but when it actually came and it, deli- I've, I would have been annoyed yeah, if it no, the, the match deliver, was amazing. But because the it was match, good, the match, the match was amazing. I was I happy with it. Just yeah. I think if again if I'm booking, I would not have him wrestle. I would have him stun at Owens and have a bit more back and forth. He didn't really say much. I know we. What I like about Stone Cold a lot is on the mic as well. He's great on the mic. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, we, I don't think we've got enough of that in the KO show. That's my one criticism of it. He didn't say a lot. And, he, you know, it was kind of Owens chatting to him and then Owens laughing at him. And then we just got a match. And it, it, and the match was great. It was uh, over-delivered what I expected when they got into the match. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be so but good. I, I would rather them talk for 10, 15 minutes. And, and Stone Cold have a real, like, lay into... Um, Owens, like you know, I mean, they call it. him a sack of shit or whatever he says. Yeah, but it, it was. I think a lot of that was on like, Kevin Owens. I think that was where they were really pushing KO. He he had so much time on the bike. He really yeah. got. I know he's already an. If, if he had Stone Cold anyway. doing doing the what to Owens and really like winding up Owens and like you know you well, we'll just go back and watch Stone Cold promos back in the day. He what he would lay into people big time and he what? like. Almost like the Rock would just proper lay into, but maybe not as good as the Rock. But he, you know, he was that kind of promo. Rock and... was better like longer promos. Yeah. Where, like, but, but Austin had his like short, snappy, to the point. Yeah. yeah. I I just would have liked to have seen more from Stone Cold on the mic. Um, and but like for me, I I I think I probably preferred. Oh no, no, I think I did prefer that one actually for Stone Cold's uh, moment, but. I, I quite liked him just coming out and stunning everyone on night two as well. It was quite cool. I didn't expect to see him night two. No, that um, was that was more. Of a that, surprise, that was an extra, it? an extra shock. Yeah, um, but for me, night one was the better night. I think I had the two best matches on the show as well. I think I actually can't really separate them between Seth and Cody and Becky and Bianca. They're my yeah. top two by a distance. And I don't know which one's better. They're, I think they they are both WrestleMania classics. Their matches. I think I'll remember in five years' time, personally. Um, so, but, but and and night two was good. I just wish we'd have had a better main event. That's my only question. And and, and all, that's the problem is you, that's that's your last memory of it. The last thing I remember is Brock and Roman having the you know same old match they've had before. You know, if, I don't. Any... I actually had. I've got that pushed out my head by Cody. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> it, it pushed. I see. For me, you, I yeah, I remember the things I remember from this mania are Austin and Cody more yeah. than anything else. Big time. Yeah. It, and I Pat McAfee, to be honest, completely was a bit yeah. of a disappointment. But I think the memorable moments overtake that. Even Jackass and things like that happen. Yeah, it's, it's all stuck mm. in my head as a fun moment. Um, 
I agree with what both of you have said, really. Um, I can't remember enjoying a mania as much as this. I think, like you said, Sean, about night one with the sort of mega moments of like Cody coming, um, it being such a surprise with such anticipation because we were willing it to happen so much. And then the way it happened, it was executed perfectly. It's like you're saying about, it's the opposite almost to the Brock Roman. It's been built up so much that it was a bit of a letdown. Whereas the Cody thing... Yeah, we we, we we knew it was Cody. Like we were we, 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 but but everything was perfect. Nothing yeah. went wrong there at all. The result, the mm. match that Seth and he him had, the, his opponent be, being Seth Rollins was just this is dream match for me. This yeah. this is mm. mad. I can't wait to see what happens now. But the match with Be- uh, Becky and Bianca, I've been willing it as as you know from this podcast for months. I've been wanting since she lost that. I've been wanting her to win that back in a big yeah. mania moment. So that was great. The nostalgia we had, obviously Stone Cold doing some amazing stuff. Not all of the Vince stuff, but Vince actually sort of being involved in it was good nostalgia. Triple H as well, just having mm. him come down and do his full entrance was cool. So I think this had everything. And we're, 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 that's not even including some bits that I really enjoyed, like the Mysterios versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul was great. Yeah, and for a celebrity uh, that I don't really like, he was, well, that he was, was the main, so good. My main takeaway from this is that in the build-up to the Mania, a lot of people... Mainly non WWE fans, but some some WWE fans as well criticise celebrity involvement and guys on a roster not getting a chance and old legends like you know Stone Cold being on the card as well and and, and stuff like that. But I think the mess, the best things apart from Cody's return, which is a massive moment, and, and Bianca winning the title was cool. Most of the big moments from this Mania that we'll remember were celebrities delivering and Austin coming out of retirement and delivering. And I think it just shows that Johnny Knoxville was great. Logan Paul really took me by surprise. I thought it was great. Uh, Pat McAfee, I, I can't speak highly enough of. Like, and, and I just think that the, this mania did have a little bit of everything. It had your proper wrestling matches like Seth Cody, which had a massive return in it. Edge AJ, Bianca Belair versus um, Becky Lynch. You know, the tag team. Opener was right a fun wrestling match. Then you had your entertainment segments, you had a comedy match, you had like your big time star main event, which didn't deliver quite to the level. But you also had Charlotte and Ronda, which felt big time as well. Also, probably didn't quite deliver, unfortunately. Um, Mm. Also, just by the way, that was a very strange result. Yes, it was. I was up there with my biggest shocks of the weekend was seeing Charlotte Flair win that. Well, one person we have, I don't know how many people we have in our prediction league, but it's quite a few. One person predicted Charlotte to win. Wow. Uh, Whoever that is, can you do the, the lottery numbers tonight? Because I think it was Daz. Yeah, classic, classic, classic Daz, Daz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pred- talking of predictions, actually. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I will put the results up. But uh, yeah, Tyler won Mania predictions with the most results. The big tizzle. To yeah, his... we, none of us three even come in the top three. We were bad. We, and yeah. I think that's the first time that's happened. We didn't do very well. Uh, no, that's good because it means it was a surprising, exciting. And to be moment. honest, it's kind of funny because Kaz was riding on Keeney's coattails, and then Keeney just... <laughs> you did terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, I did better than Fisher still. Yeah, I know. He he. I won out of three. Of us, just saying, just saying, I won out yeah. of three. But who's who's top overall? Uh, RM Punk is now. Not you. 
No, I was point. top. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll put the NXT and WrestleMania predictions up on Twitter maybe tomorrow, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think that'd be good. Um, yeah, I'll put the, I'll put the what yeah. happened on it. And the overall leaderboard as well would be good. I think people will be interested to see where they, where they stand. I know I am, honestly. You're R- one point behind, I think. Yeah, uh, RM Punk's. RM actually, Punk's no, I think you might, be, you might be third. I'm just, actually, I've got predictions. I might have done because I... No, you are still second. You yeah. are still second. Where am I? It won't give anything away for me. Third. Where, I'm third. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there. I'm Where, joint fifth. You got no chance. <laughs> da, 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 da. No chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we're basically done, aren't we? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> Hang on. So you've been. Recharged. Do you think we'd get sued if I started to recharge? To to if we made that, <laughs> that, that is that fits. It's yeah, good. yeah, um, we could do that. Yeah, but yeah, we will be back with our usual weekly roundup on um, Friday. Well, Friday when the show. Friday morning. It'll, it'll be a big one. So we'll have a big one. We've got Veer coming. We've got Veer coming tonight, guys. And we probably oh, have yeah. Cody and Gabe Stevenson. We're going to see something like from Roman. Edge's, Edge's faction developing the promo, yeah. no doubt. I think Could we're going to have a big time. And also, just before we sign off, the other good thing about Amania is it gives you with stuff after it, and yeah. this has definitely done that. There's so much I'm looking forward to after Mania that it's yeah. great. Definitely. I hope so, because last year they let me down. I remember the Raw after Mania last year was absolutely pants. So I think the first one in front this of This one's going to be fire. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting uh, about that. We've also got a big dynamite this week, guys, because you know what's happening, don't you? Samoa Joe's there. Oh, is he? Is he there? Is he? Is he on dynamite? Is that, is that, is yeah, that he's on there this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, he uh, was at the Ring of Honor show, wasn't he, uh, on Friday? Yeah. And he got um, signed by. by and AW, he is and all confirmed. Elite. Oh, and I so, can't wait. So for those, for those Friday, who don't know, we are huge Samoa Joe fans. The three of us. He's yeah. kind of so the, Friday. We'll have a lot of talk about Raw after Mania. And Samoa Joe, no doubt. <laughs> oh, and we get Sand and Deliver, Fallout. You know, yep. there's a lot. And we've already had a, a rampage on Friday, which I wouldn't be surprised if no one's watched because there's been so much going on. I have, but I can't remember a thing about. <laughs> yeah, what I, I cannot tell you what happened. I did watch I it. It's too much wrestling for me. <laughs> I can barely remember what happened at Sand and Deliver, let alone that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Right. So anyway, um, yeah. So follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Um, please, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube and haven't liked or subscribed, please do so. And if you haven't and, told uh, all your friends and family to subscribe either, you, you probably should. Yeah, yeah. So, we need more subscribers yeah. on YouTube. And your enemies. Um, yeah, follow um, Robot Republic as well, at Robot Republic underscore. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on Friday. Goodbye. Cool. See you guys. See you guys. Thanks. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.